there can be only one podcast, and may it be the Prince of the Universe. Hi, folks. I'm Matt. And I'm Wes. Hey. Welcome back. So glad to be here once again in the house that Cuckoo built. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah. We, we did plenty of sound checks the other night. So we're, Excellent. We're super good. But anyway, uh, well, this was for Mikey from Saturday Morning Sam Flange had asked me if we could start doing wrestling topics because he wants to talk about wrestling. He just got back from Royal Rumble. Oh, okay. He went to Royal Rumble. He had a good time, and uh, he wanted to talk about just wrestling in general. He goes, do you do that? So actually, Wes was just talking about we should get back to wrestling because we dip into wrestling every so often. And I said, well, why don't we have you both on? He said, yeah, I'd love that. And he's not here. And it's too bad. Because he's about the same as you, big in the 80s, big in the 90s, knows plenty about it today, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, his this was his uh, idea, but he sent me it because of some last-minute... Uh, shenanigans. Shenanigans at the house. He couldn't make it. And, uh, it, and like I said, we'll have him back because there's plenty of other topics we discussed, and these were just two of them. And uh, so this is, not in any order, but best matches. Now, there's a lot of good matches out there, and we're obviously going to leave a lot out, you know. Um, I say we. I don't have that many. I I have a few that I recall that I thought were great, but remember, mine's limited to that scope in the late 90s. So, you know, I, I won't have any of today's matches or yesterday's matches from the 80s on there, and I don't even think I have five. When I broke it down, I can't remember, but I'll I'll rumble mine off later. But um, I am interested if any of these will be in yours as well, because some of these are. But I knew one of I knew one of his already, and probably could have guessed the second or third one there. But either way, though, uh, a lot of good wrestling out there. Let me ask you a question: Are all of those pay per views? I haven't seen your list. Are all of them pay per views? Uh, no. Wow, okay. They are not. All right. Good deal. Mine is, uh, all mine are, uh, I don't have five, I don't think. But I think two of them are not pay-per-views. I can't recall. It's been a while. I I didn't even write it down because I was going to have you and Mikey talk about this. But, and just going to interject every once in a while. You were going to be the referee. It's going to be the referee, because Mikey has a lot to say, and you'd have a lot to say about wrestling. And as you know, we try to keep these things tight Thanks, under 30 Mikey. minutes. So that's all right. Hopefully he'll come back later on. But anyway, so what is? give me one of your matches here. Uh, this is I'm, I'm no order. Uh, I do think this is my favorite WrestleMania match, and it's Austin and Brett in Chicago. Okay. It was the infamous match where Austin passed out from the blood. and Oh, yes, yes, I know this one, yeah. It was just a really physical match, good emotion. The crowd was hot. It was right bef- when Austin was getting huge. It was, you know, part of Brett's last big run, and I thought just they meshed so well. Physical style, uh, very authentic, and it was very believable. Oh. So the good things about wrestling, not all the silliness. It was. It was. The decision was made for him to pass out from the blood. That was that Yeah, out. that was the finish that they wanted him to not quit. Yeah. But he would but, but pass get, out. Get beaten. Yes. Get beaten, but not quit. Right. Yeah, no. And it made, like made said, him more stronger. Real. 
Made both of them look good. Right, exactly. Because Austin wouldn't say quit, but Brett beat him into submission. I mean, basically got him until he passed out. Right. So that was a, it was a good... It's where egos didn't get in the way. Yeah, that's when you do business. I think they say you, oh, somebody goes over and somebody gets over, and uh, it benefited both of them. Okay, good deal. Uh, well, you know what? Just give me another one, and we'll go through Mikey's together, I guess. Okay. Uh, the next is going to be um, the either either one of these because they wrestled back to back years, and it's a toss up on which one was better. Was HBK and Taker at Mania. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean's uh, retirement match against the streak. Either one of those, I, I think both of them, it's hard to pick either one of those. So HBK, oh, so there are two HBK Undertaker matches you're yes, talking about here? Back okay. to back years. So. Uh, Mikey has listed WrestleMania 25 as his favorite okay. of the two. There you go. So there's a, there's yeah. a match. Uh, e- either way... That that those were big matches, and the both both of them could put on a great show stopping. Uh, well, he was the show stopper. Th- he was the show stopper. Yes, but both of them put on a great show where both pops. It was just the crowds on their feet. It's electrified the whole way. There's not a single moment where, as we say, you'd be looking down at your phone. Correct. <laughs> yes, that, exactly. You're, it was enough action, but it's still enough psychology where it wasn't. It's it had the right mix of where the business was going, but with veterans who knew how to work mm-hmm. a very psychological, physical style along with high flying to some degree. To some degree, but both of them knowing what they're doing. Yeah, uh, M- Mikey is a big HBK fan, so I knew that he would have this one on his list gotcha. actually. But yes, that that one is another great one as well. Um, Give me a third one. Um, Okay, so this one is a WCW match. Oh, my. Does he have a WCW match? Eddie Guerrero Guerrero and Rey Mysterio 1996 Halloween Havoc. I don't remember this, and I was watching back then. Halloween Havoc. Yeah, this is when uh, Rey came dressed up in one of the first times I can remember him doing, like, the comic book-inspired outfits, and he was dressed like the Phantom. Oh, he looked like a big Welch's grape. Well, and uh, okay, because of Halloween. Yeah, he had to dress up. Yeah, okay. But I mean, he's done that his whole career, where he's now you know done a lot of right. inspired type things. But he's a luchadore. Like, they wear masks and costumes anyway, so this is not much different. I Did think, it look silly? Um, I don't think I wouldn't say he looked silly. I yeah. think it was just a like I said, he's done that the rest of his career. So it got was it. One of the first times. But as far as like a match that holds up to today's very quick, high impact pinball, bing, 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 bing type match, this is as good as anything you'll see. And it was two guys that were as legit as they could be. You know, Eddie Guerrero, obviously, he's got a resume that was only stopped by him dying. And Ray is still. S- semi-active so i would say that would be uh so this top. is and so is this is this both of theirs best performance or did individually they have other matches that were better um I obviously think, together as a match it was per it was one of your most right. perfect matches but i'm just saying well i think with both of them winning the uh heavyweight title later in their career you could definitely that's a big say, moment yeah. yeah i mean that's I definitely it. but it's, as a moment but was the match 
on a scale of yeah, um, so you would say I, yes. I mean I would I would have to say this would be their best. Okay. You know, if I was gonna pick a match to show somebody, it wouldn't be their title wins, it would be them against each other in this match that was you know, this is when WCW was featuring cruiserweights, but not gotcha. in a main event level, but definitely they were show stealers and they just came out and as they say, tore the house down. Yeah, it's funny because I bet you and Mikey could also do this too. I wouldn't know, but you and Mikey would probably do this. Uh, give give me a five pay-per-views that were excellent, but the title match stunk. Yep, that would I have to be another could, paper. That would, that have, would to have, be, have to be another. Yeah, yeah, that's another whole list. Another there. podcast. But y'all would know that better than I would. So I mean, I, I kind of remember one or two here or there, but I don't remember if the whole pay-per-view was great. But you know. Anyway, all right, so just thinking out loud. So what's what's your... Uh, Number four? Yeah, four. Uh, it would be... And th- this is kind of an, an, an odd one also. Uh, it's an empty arena match with Jerry Lawler and Terry Funk. Oh, okay. I've seen this. But a lot of what I like about the match is not just the, the quote-unquote match. It's the whole... The way the announcer Lance Russell starts it and Terry Funk comes in the ring and Lawler's not there and he's just so upset and berating him and using really strong language and it is so enjoyable to watch and so believable as as Terry Funk is. Uh, It's just such a, it's a work of art. Now what year was this? 70s, I would, I would, 80s, I would early say 80s. It's got to be 80, early 80s, 80 okay. or 81. Back when he was with Smoky Mountain Wrestling, or no, this it was? is way before that. Oh, oh, yeah. what's Smoky, it? Wh- who was, is this with? This is Memphis. This was the uh, that what became USWA. Okay, but, but it, it wasn't even USWA. It was just a it might local have little, local. It may have been USWA by then. It's just Memphis is local, and he was the king of Memphis. Absolutely. I mean, you know, he, he was and there. Elvis liked them young girls. Huh? Well, so they say. Yes. No, they didn't say. It was true. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. He was what dating um oh, he's married to uh Cat in the late 90s, so she was very young. Yep. For him. Yep. So, but the, the legend lives on. The announcer uh like I said anybody that has never looked into Lance Russell's work, you know, JR is the best, but I would say Lance Russell's number 2. I would take him over um Gordon Soley, because Lance ah. Russell is incredible. Yeah. Great voice, great presence, very authentic again. Mm-hmm. Didn't treat it like a clown show. Yeah. Very good stuff. Good, good. Did they ever try to recapture that magic between yeah. the two of them? Uh, like, well, I mean, they worked later, a lot. They, they would okay. work indie shows together and oh, stuff. Oh, okay, they did. But, uh, but I mean, later on in life, you know how Jerry, would, the king, the king would get in there every once in a while. Yeah, I'm sure he and Funk did some stuff, but nothing. Nothing big. Yeah, nothing to that degree. Was it something that they should have taken advantage of, maybe in a pay per view, like Funk I call him out again and that, I don't re- re- relive that magic? Do it. You know how they did Hogan Warrior back in the late nineties. Right, they and, really hyped that up. I mean, and when stunk, they did it, and they but, did number two, it was terrible. Uh, well, I that's true. It but was I, a number two. It was a number two. But Funk was a pretty good wrestler still back then. He could still hold his own. I mean, no, he, yeah, he had I, slowed down. And King could hold his own. But They I, weren't at their prime. But Terry Funk and 
when you watch this footage and you watch a lot of it, that's the surrounding footage of that timeline is a wild man. He is, when he comes on the screen, you, you he's like, this guy feels dangerous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, there's a, uh, there's a part of it after that match where they, they shoot TV and he does a run in. He's got like a pair of jeans on and cowboy boots, not tan. Looks like he just, you know, left Denim and Diamonds or something on a Monday or Friday <laughs> night. And he comes in and just slaps one of the job guys so hard. Like chops him, but it it's not like a flare chop. It's like it's like somebody's mama hitting him in the grocery store so aggressively where everybody in the grocery store gets quiet Stop because they're it. like this this woman's about to kill this kid he hits this guy so hard so yeah. funk in that timeline funk is the most underrated wrestler of all time in my opinion okay uh i just think he's brilliant and yeah. totally underrated. well that what the the best thing is not is i mean there's a little bit of technique in there of course and sure. you know flair character but how you sell yourself, how you make it, how how real you make it, because you get people believing in that, and grown men, even though they know it's fake, that you know they really get into that because of the, the who they are, their persona. Right. So yeah. All right. Uh, la- last one, right? Last one is going to yeah. be a match that I know you're not familiar with. That's been that's pretty recent, and um, I totally fell upon this by listening to Cornette's podcast. Was not familiar with these guys' work. Being a wrestling fan, I feel ignorant for that. Uh, the Briscoe brothers, uh, this was a Ring of Honor match. Oh, okay. Brother against brother on their farm uh, with their dad as the referee. Okay. And it is the greatest thing that I've seen in wrestling. <laughs> what? Probably since CM Punk's Pipe Bomb interview. What? It is incredible. And Briscoe versus Briscoe on the farm. Yes, and tragically, one of the brothers recently died. Oh no! Uh, so that's a whole another story. But but this 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 was wrestling on a whole. Nother yeah, level. and I didn't want to just talk about old stuff. I think these this match is just incredible. We're we're from the south. If these guys are real redneck good old boys, and it is incredibly authentic. I keep saying that word because that's what uh, that's that's what sells it to me is what's important in a in a very show business the authenticity behind it and it's incredible. So so they went all around the farm. They went around yes to a certain degree. Wow. Yes. Wow. Impressive. Incredible. Incredible. So it not only met but exceeded expectations. Oh, Even yeah, after you I, hear Cornette talking about it. Yeah, and it you know, in the in the world of when we just got through all these cinematic matches where, you know, it's cutscenes and things, this was the greatest cinematic Wow match I've ever seen. So I'm guessing Cornette spoke highly of it. Cornette's a big fan of theirs, yes. Oh, okay. So and so, I mean, that, that's good because you listen to what he says, and hey, if he likes it, then ain't yeah. gotta be too Cornette bad. Cornette, in in the world of, I guess, Southern wrestling, he is our Lord and Savior, so we do I'm kind of listen you. to what he says, tell- regardless <laughs> of how explicit, explicit laden it may be. Well, yeah, Dairy Queen, anyone? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you you were the one that told me about the Dairy Queen. I, I watched I've that. Never at, heard about this? I watched that at least once a month, <laughs> just to if I feel angry about something, I'm like. This is real anger. <laughs> Unhinged. So, 
And by the way, if you haven't seen, all you gotta type in is Cornette Dairy Queen. Yeah, and it's and there. you'll get it. Now, make sure your kids are in bed. But the footage is grainy, but the volume is legit. So Chris Jericho filmed that? Yes. He said Chris Jericho in his autobiography said I was the guy behind the camera. Yeah. And you can we hear had Jericho egging him on. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean well, I, I was laughing so hard that I probably missed that. Yeah. Because it is it is it is gold. It is gold. Yeah. Probably the greatest thing Chris Jericho... I love Chris Jericho. He gives lots of great matches. But the greatest thing he ever gave us was Cornette Dairy Queen. Yeah. That I is, mean, uh... if he'd have given us nothing, that would have been enough. That I'm, I'm shocked that the WWF didn't hire him earlier. That it, it still holds up as far as unbelievable. Yeah. That's a word. That's a word to say. Unbelievable. But just epic. Because that's an in-the-moment... That was an in-the-moment, he right. caught it. Yeah, this You'll is... never get it again. You'll never repeat it again. I'm sure he's gone off on rants before. but Oh, many times. But just nothing as pure and unhinged as the Dairy Queen rant. Well, any, anybody that's ever... That, that's why the term hangry is around, because when you're hungry and you can't get it, it's like a baby. Instead of crying, you become angry. And Cornette was... Level five pissed, <laughs> to say the least. All right, so um, I'll, I'll get to some of Mikey's. We can comment on these. Sure. I, I am familiar with all of them. Um, he has, I knew this is one because he told me this is one before we even talked about it. I yep. said, well, don't give me any more. But Macho Man Steamboat, uh, Ricky Steamboat, uh, WrestleMania three. Yep. He, you know, those were his favorites as a kid. And watching that match was just groundbreaking for him. It blew his mind. It's a little, I will say there, there's probably, uh, he can come back and defend himself a few weeks later. But I think there's a, l- a lot of nostalgia going on there. But also, it's a good match. It's a solid match through and through. It is. But also, as a kid, you're watching that, you're seeing things you've never really seen before. You know, I mean, just like eye opening. So and, I can see how that'd be a top mark. And I think that that was the beginning of. Savage, which a lot of guys, you know, really adopted, and I think that was part of his him and Dallas's uh, relationship. You know, that match was in a in a notebook, and they went over it every night. And they had spots. This is spot number thirty-seven, and you do this, and I do. So, as far as that goes, Savage can be credited with that. But Steamboat was so unbelievable as a uh as a baby face and could work with anybody lord knows i didn't mention any of the flare stuff with steamboat but uh yeah I, as far as a wwf match yeah it was totally out of the ordinary because you know wwf was big guys yeah and steamboat and savage uh both came from steamboat mostly in the carolinas and savage was from you know Tennessee as well, but it's a very southern style of wrestling. More action, get some, it going. Something they weren't used to seeing in New York. Correct, not to that yeah. degree. So yeah, so but some, I agree, I can't argue with that pick. A lot of different, yeah. But that's I knew that was going to be one of his. Another one, I'm I'm kind of surprised by this one. I wish he was here to explain it. But Hogan versus Warrior at Halloween Havoc. I'm kidding at WrestleMania Six. <laughs> well, I think again, it, I do think there's a lot of nostalgia for Mikey here. But when yeah. you see your two greatest wrestlers. Every kid, I think, was a. It was. Is it fair to say that every kid was a Hogan Warrior 
fan I would think back in, then. And definitely, I think what made that match special is they were one or the other. Like mm-hmm. they were one of those two wrestlers were your favorite wrestler yeah. in that era. If you were under the age of 12. So you would always fight on who was better. Right. So I think that that, that is part of the allure of that match. And that was, I don't know if that's Warrior's best match. I mean, it was definitely his best probably to that point. But Pat Patterson and Hogan definitely helped pull that off. Well, let me ask you this. Now I'm curious. What is, what in your opinion, what is uh, Warrior's best match? I, I, mean, I definitely can't tell you pinpoint what it would be, but I know he had some really good matches with Rick Rude. Okay. Um, and Rick Rude is definitely a... He's a, a green general, he can, yeah, um, and he's gonna do things the right way and get things over. Um, so I wouldn't, I can't say it was better than anything he did with Rude, okay. but it's definitely right. for a warrior match. My God, it's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think I'd see a, a, an Ultimate Warrior on here, by the way. But uh, that, I mean, that that pick came from parts unknown. I'll tell you that. All right, so his next one here. And again, I wish you would have added a little bit more dialogue to. I, I get this. I get the meaning of it. WrestleMania 18, Rock and uh, Hogan. Right. Again. Once again, the the visual of that and the crowd sold that. The yeah, Toronto, right? Yep. Yeah, Toronto sold that one. Changed the direction of Hogan's character. So they say. So they say. Oh, oh! You think it was always supposed to be a? I think that they knew that was going to happen. Oh, okay. I I think that that's a great story to tell, but Hogan has always been huge in Toronto. Hence the Warrior match that was in Toronto. Ah, he had see, a I didn't know this. huge match with uh, Mister Wonderful in okay. Toronto in like '85. Um, so I think that that was. They pretty much knew that was going to happen, and even in the back of their minds, they were they knew the NWO thing was not working already with Hall and Nash. Yeah, it Nash was, was hurt. Austin didn't want to work with Hall. It was just all this like toxic energy. Yeah, um, they knew Hogan was going to spin out of that one way or the other, and I think that they and Austin wasn't going to work with Hogan, so they knew and Rock was willing to do it. Um. I would think it would be interesting to see if that would have, crowd would have booed Austin and turned on Austin the way they did Rock. But Rock was really at the height of his popularity, too. Yeah, I mean, he? he couldn't get any higher, I don't yeah. think. No, not at that point. But at the same point, you're you're calling on a on that visual of them in the ring, which could be, you know, I think that was 2000, I think, okay. 2001. Maybe 2001, yeah. so 10 years before that was Hogan and Warrior in that building. That's true. That's true. I didn't think about it that way. Interesting. I, I, Hogan, he's a politician. He knew what he was doing. Okay. All right. Way to tear down his picks. I'm not tearing. Right. No, I'm, not, I'm, I'm kidding. I, I'm kidding. I think I'm kidding. that the match is great to watch. You. I'm just saying the story behind it, Um, I think it's a little far-fetched. Okay. All right. Uh, his last one here, of course, is going to be HBK, and I didn't know which one it would be, but he picked WrestleMania 12 with Bret Hart, the Iron Match, Iron Man match. Yep. That's one that he really loved. I knew he'd have a second one on here. I, I honestly thought it was the uh, Ric Flair retirement match was what he may have put down there because that was good. Yeah. 
that was a good one too. Flair did a great job, held up for his own, and of course HBK. The ending, yeah, of course, classic there. Old Yeller, um, old Old Yeller. That's a good one. That's a good one. Get get a tear out of you. Oh yeah, for sure. Because he's crying. I think in this. Yeah, so. it didn't take much for Flair to cry or cut himself. Oh well, I'm saying HBK was crying too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As his hero there. Yeah, but anyway, sure. he picked the uh, he picked the uh, Bret Hart Iron Man match. Yay, nay. Um. I don't like Iron Man matches because uh, I think it takes the excitement out of when the match is going to end. Ah, because after an you hour. You know it's going to end at 60 minutes. Ah. So. Okay. Um, so you know it's going to be one fall each. And well, you, gonna, know it's, you know at 60 minutes, it's going to go 60 minutes. It's not. They're going to wrap up. Right. They're not at the 44-minute mark. Someone's going to catch it, and Got you're like, it. oh, wow, I that makes that sense because there's not a surprise because you say, okay, well, let's see what happens at the end because yeah. we know something that's – okay, we know – we're waiting for it, and we know exactly when it's going to be time. I, if, for me, I think that that match worked a lot better long ago than it does – I think by the – that match was 95, 6, 95. Okay. 96, I think, and I think – for me, the business had, was about five years past that. Okay. All right. Fair. But I think the match, yeah, it's hard for Brett and Sean to be involved in anything and it not be good. All right. That's good. Um, two of my matches, I'll get to mine real quick because I, I don't, I can't recall. What, no, two of my matches, I know for sure, happened on the same night of Nitro, I want to say right after a pay-per-view. And uh, what it was was Stinger versus Goldberg. Okay. Sting versus Goldberg, which I thought was excellent. I mean, that was the only time that Goldberg didn't – he took more than two minutes. And at that point, I didn't think he could go longer than that, which is why his matches were so short. I did. Not that I hated Goldberg. I thought, you know what? You know why his matches, he just plows through them? Because he probably doesn't have the – you know, doesn't have stamina. The wind. Can't, right. He can't get the win. But he went a full match with Stinger, and man, the Sting, Sting brought it. I don't know if you remember this. He was Wolfpack, I think, back yeah, then. Yeah, that's when he had the red paint. But, yeah. I mean, it was really good. And, it, and, of course, it ends with Hogan, Charon, whoever, I think Sting, right before he was about to get the pin to win, of course, because Hogan wants to try to beat Goldberg. He doesn't want Sting to win for whatever reason. But the match overall was just really enjoyable, A, because I was wrong at the time. I, Goldberg did go the whole way, didn't look too winded. Right. And Sting put on an excellent match, an excellent when he wasn't doing that much right. at the time, you know, but hanging in the rafters looking like the crow. You know, so that was one. But then one earlier in the same night that I absolutely adored, uh, the flock had just gotten broken up, I, I guess in the pay-per-view prior. I don't know. I can't remember. But the, who broke up the flock, by the way? Raven's flock. Do you remember that storyline? I don't remember. Someone beat Raven, and if Raven lost, the flock had to disperse. Gotcha. And the flock had a bunch, a good cachet of wrestlers they released out there because Canyon started getting his push. And who is better than Canyon? Nobody. That's that's what I've heard. Um, and then uh, Saturn, of course, got his big push, which was great. And then, boy, they waste him after they didn't know what to do with him after that. But then one guy I really loved, who I didn't know anything about, was Billy Kidman. He just burst onto the scene, went straight from the flock to a cruiserweight title with Juventud Guerrero. Juventud, on a regular Monday night, 
was having these great matches against these great luchadors and winning in an amazing fashion. I mean, they were always, the cruiserweight for WCW just off the wall. It's just good stuff. So here comes Billy Kidman, his next feast. You know, it's going to be another win by Hoovitude, and we're all going to cheer. And I didn't know what Billy Kidman had because all he ever did before then was just kind of jump in when Raven needed him, you know, when, the, when Raven called the flock. And he would scratch, would scratch himself a lot. Yeah, he, he didn't do that much. But uh, here, Billy Kidman shows that he's got moves, he got speed, and then the shooting star press, which I'd never seen done before. He uh, did that pretty well. Prior it, to that. It, it was so slow. And that was his finishing move. It looked and it so was cool. so cool. And that he beat Hoover. I didn't think he would because Hoover was on a winning streak, and he did. And I just was like, I, that was just amazing to me. And. That was an amazing match. So for me, and then he married Tori Wilson. So uh, you know, th- two for two is if, what he's doing now. You know, it, there you go. Not bad. Not yeah. bad. If I would Tory rather Wilson. have Tori Wilson do the honors than Hooven two for me any day. <laughs> or I would do the do honors for her. Either star, or. Do you think he did a shooting star press? I hope he, he did. <laughs> I hope it was a close finish. Hello. Hello. Um, other than that, I mean, I, I could not think of, you know, because, I mean, there's lots of good matches. There's lots of good pay-per-view matches I've enjoyed. Um, I will say that, and I can't remember when it was, but very early, the Edge and Christian versus Hardy Boys ladder match. Uh, I can't remember when that happened. I want to say that happened at No Mercy, but I cannot remember. Yeah, it was one of those off off ones, but it was a show stealer. I yeah. don't think anyone knew it was going to be that good. Yeah. And I mean, they went on to have other tables, ladders, chairs. Yeah, they had that a standing good. ovation the next night on Raw. They well, just they got came out ring. shook hands. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. And the thing is, they should have because it was one of the most amazing matches I'd ever seen. And that's what that was when, when I felt like the business was actually saying they were okaying the fact of, hey, let's treat this like competition. And yeah. we can put these guys who were rivals in the ring together. Shake hands. Shake hands. And, like, the, the crowd. The crowd like, ate it up. Embraced, the crowd ate it up. Embraced both teams yes. even more. Because it was a great match. It blew. The, it stole the show. Right. It was it, like they, they needed to carry that um, excitement yeah. from the night before yes. and say, hey, guys, y'all really did it. Y'all go out there and take a standing ovation. Right. And that's what they gave them. And you know what? It worked. They didn't do that all the time. No, they didn't. But that one deserved one because that was I, something I special. I can't remember of another time when that. No, was like that. Yeah, that was something special. Though. And the crowd just blew up. They loved it. True. They loved every minute of because they were all there the night before. There's nothing so. wrong with giving the crowd what they want. It's unfortunate that companies, wrestling companies, feel the need not to do that. That's true. Oh, wait, I have Vince McMahon telling me we need to stop the podcast. All right, so, uh, folks, that's it for now. We'll see you next time on Princes of the Universe.